Blog Talk Radio. It's time now for the Conqueror's Cafe Show. Your hour of empowerment and inspiration with your host, Twyla Reed, author of Broken Wings. Here we encourage you to spread your broken wings and keep soaring by the power of God as you transform your tragedies into empowering moments. Thank you for joining us today. We are here every Sunday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have a very special guest today that's here to share their testimony of hope and healing with us all. So don't move because you are definitely in for a treat today here on the Conqueror's Cafe. Good evening, everyone, and happy, happy new year. Welcome to the Conqueror's Cafe. I am your host, Twyla Reed. I'm also known as your Tragedy to Strategy Mentor. Happy Sunday. What an awesome day to just give God thanks for just being God all by himself. As you all know, I'm the author of Broken Wings, which is a true story of a mother's unwavering love for her son in the aftermath of a horrific car accident, which left him in a coma, paralyzed, and with a severe traumatic brain injury. That mother and son is my son and I, and this book is our journey through his recovery. It is our testimony of hope and healing of how we used prayer and perseverance to overcome the hardships that we endured during that time. I'm also the founder and CEO of Broken Wings Incorporated, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization established to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury to communities while providing support resources, tips, and prevention insight. We educate, empower, and enlighten brain injury survivors, caregivers, and family members by teaching them how to create the life that they desire in spite of the challenges and devastation that accompany head injuries. We provide real-time working strategies to ideal well-being. A few of my other books include Affirmations for the Mind, Body, and Soul, which is a guide for survivors of traumatic events, I've also written, What Do You Do When Caregivers Need Caregiving? This book made the Amazon number one bestseller list. You know, so many times caregivers never stop to realize the importance of taking care of themselves while taking care of others. Being a caregiver for over 18 years, I'm actually one of those that always put the needs of others for my own. So whether the need was for self-care or just taking a moment to say, hey, get it together, I had lost myself in that caregiving process. And in this book, I share techniques and strategies that every caregiver needs to, 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 to be able to walk away with the peace of mind and reassurance needed to continue on their caregiving journey. And how many of you know that, um, you know, my saying as far as the new year, uh, when it comes to New Year's resolutions as Christians, we don't make New Year's resolutions. We set goals. And I have a tool that you can use to help you during this first quarter of the new year, my journey goal-setting journal. Um, We know that this is the time to do that. 
We're, we're 13 days into the new year. How many of you have set your goals for the new year? How many of you have, have actually sat down to say, hey, you know what? There's some things I want to do different this year. There's some places I want to go. There are some accomplishments that I want to achieve. There are some things that I want to do to help uplift the kingdom, to help push God's word forward. How many of you know? that your goals should be centered around God's vision and plans for your life. And if your day-to-day activities are not leading you towards you achieving your goals, then the things in your life that you expect to change or be different, they won't change or be different. That's why you need to, to properly lay your goals out and go after them. And this book will definitely show you how to do just that. You know, um, I know that some of you have have made those commitments uh, to just spend more time in your word. You may have decided that you want to just really set some time aside to, uh, to, to really establish a relationship with God. So for those of you who have really decided to do that and you're searching for a tool to use during your Bible study time, I want to introduce to you the Word, the Truth, and the Light Bible study notebook. I've discovered that one key difference between reading and studying is writing down what you hear and absorb. So whether you have no Bible experience or you've studied the Bible for years, this handy Bible study notebook provides an excellent intro to personal Bible study. We also have our 2019 His and Her prayer journals. That's That's right. Uh, Pray, Believe, and Receive prayer journals are now available uh, online. They're on Amazon and as well as Barnes and Noble. So this is the best time to really just stick to what you're saying that you want to do in 2019. If you want to to start the year out right, what better way to do that than with prayer? What better way to do that than with setting goals, learning how to properly set your goals, to have the 2019 that you want to have. And last but certainly not least, we have our 2019 monthly planners. They are available. And, again, all books can be ordered from my website on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Please visit the website at www.twilerreed.com to secure your copies today. Again, happy Sunday. It's been an amazing day. As you guys can hear, I'm a Tad bit under the weather. Uh, I tell you, this weather has been so crazy here in Savannah, Georgia. It's been in the 70s. It's been in the 40s. It's been in the 30s. And all that is done, I tell you, it's just attached this tiny little bug to people, and, it, and it's trying to attack my voice. So I ask that you guys bear with me on this evening um, as we continue on with our show. Um I want you guys to know that no matter uh, what kind of of day you've had today, again, it's the 13th day of the new year, and God has allowed us to wake up to see another day. And this is the first show of 2019 for the Conference Cafe. 2018 was amazing. We had some awesome, awesome guests. And I um, want you guys to, um, if you if you want to go over to the website as well to check out some of the guests that we had in 2018, please do so. All of our interviews are archived, and they are placed on our website 
at cockroachcafe.com. So if you had a favorite guest or a favorite show that you had last year, you want to go back and listen to that, by all means, please do so. And we are looking forward to some amazing guests this year. And today we do also have a very amazing, we have an amazing guest for you all tonight. Again, this has been an awesome day, and I just want to thank you guys for joining us on our first show of the new year. As you all know, here in the Conference Cafe, we highlight authors, entrepreneurs, as well as survivors of traumatic events who made it out victorious, and now they are here to share their testimony of hoping healing with the world to offer encouragement and inspiration to others as they travel their own personal journey. For today's episode or any of our other episodes, please visit our website at www.conquerorscafe.com. We also invite you to like, follow, and share our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash Cafe. So if you or someone you know have experienced a tragic event, I invite you to contact me. Let's create the life that you desire in spite of the challenges that you may be facing so that you can become the strategist of your own destiny. All right. You guys know this is one of my favorite parts of the show. It is time for our scripture reading for today. And today um, I'm going to be coming from uh, 1 Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 11 through 18. And I'm going to be reading from the Message Bible. And it reads, So speak encouraging words to one another. Build up hope so that you'll all be together in this. No one left out, no one left behind. I know you're already doing this. Just keep on doing it. And now, friends, we ask you to honor those leaders who work so hard for you, who have been given the responsibility of urging and guiding you along in your obedience. Overwhelm them with appreciation and love. Our counsel is that you warn the freeloaders to get a move on. Gently encourage the stragglers and reach out for the exhausted, pulling them up to their feet. Be patient with each person, attentive to individual needs. And be careful that when you get on each other's nerves, you don't snap at each other. Look for the best in each other and always do your best to bring that out. Be cheerful no matter what. Pray all the time. Thank God no matter what happens, this is the way God wants you to belong to Christ Jesus to live. So our focal verse is going to be coming from the 15th verse, and it reads again, and be careful that when you get on each other's nerves, you don't snap at each other. Look for the best in each other and always do your best to bring it out. So I want to just talk a little bit about the plight of the crawdads, the plight of the crawdads. When my cousin invited me to join him to go crawfishing, I couldn't help but to get excited. I grinned when he handed me a plastic pail, and I said, no lid? My cousin replied, you won't need one. Because guess what happens? when the crawdads start crawling to the top. Later, as I watched these small critters climbing over one another 
and the attempt to escape the almost full bucket, I realized why we didn't need a lid. Whenever one crawdad reached the rim, the others will pull it back down. How many times did we do that to our brothers and sisters? The plight of the crawdad reminds me how destructive it is to be so selfishly concerned about our own gain instead of the benefit of a whole community. Paul understood the need for uplifting interdependent relationships when he wrote to the believers of Thessalonica. He urged them to warn those who are idle and disruptive, encourage the disheartened, help the weak, and be patient with everyone. Commending their care and community, Paul spurred them toward even more loving and peaceful relationships by striving to create a culture of forgiveness, kindness, and compassion. Their relationships with God and others will be strengthened. The church can grow and witness for Christ through this kind of loving unity. When believers honor God, committing to lift others up instead of pulling them down with words or actions, we in our communities will indeed thrive. So I want you to ask yourself this evening, how will you build up others in your community? What care and compassion have you received from believers in Jesus? Amen. So as we begin this new year out, let's not have that crab in a bucket mentality. Let's support one another. Let's pray for one another. Let's encourage and inspire. Let's do those things. Christ loves us. That's so that that we are mandated to follow in his footsteps. And having that crab in the bucket mentality is not what he would want us to do. Amen. Amen. I want to give a quick a quick shout out to our sponsors on this evening. Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury to communities while providing support, resources, tips, and brain injury prevention insight. If you are a survivor of a TBI or caregiver, please visit our website for more information at www.brokenwingsinc.org or call 912-335-3799. Six Sister Scents for personalized candles and gift baskets for any occasion. Please contact Nishari Davenport at 205-514-0866. Shipping is available. Again, contact Nishari Davenport for your custom-made personalized gift baskets and candles. If you live in the Birmingham, Alabama area and you're looking for an organization where your child can be a part of a team where together everyone truly achieves more, a place where dance is a part of who they are as they encompass unity like never before, the Birmingham Slayers is who they need to connect with. Please contact Ms. V at 479-899-2618 for more details. Again, thank you guys for joining us on this evening. We have a very special treat for you on tonight. Our guest is a published author, entrepreneur, one filled with wisdom to empower, educate, and enlighten you. So I want you all to relax, grab your cup of coffee or your cup of tea as we prepare to be blessed by this true survivor and conqueror. But first, we're going to take a quick break. We will return in a few moments.
Akiri, Joby, healers to Jesus, you're all that I need. You're more than enough for me. Now, I don't know about you, but who would not want to serve a God like that? Welcome back to the Conquerors Cafe. I'm your host, Twyla Reed. Again, we have an amazing show lined up for you guys on tonight. We have a very special guest this evening. Author O.K. Enya is founder and CEO of Enya Strategies, LLC, a health policy consulting firm that provides advising, research support, policy analysis, project management, and legislative strategy for individuals seeking measurable ways to influence policy on issues related to health equity, health disparities, and social detriments of health. So without further ado, I want to welcome our special guest on this evening, Mr. O.K. Enya. It's time now for the Conqueror. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you this evening? I'm doing well. I'm I'm excited uh, uh, to be um, your first um, interview for the year, and I look forward to a fruitful conversation. So, yes. I do, too. I tell you, we had an amazing year for 2018, and I tell you, let me tell you something. So much opposition has come this year, and that lets me know that we are doing something right. It is confirmation to let me know that we are in the right vein, that we're headed on the path that God has for us. We had more technical difficulties this time than we've ever had, but I tell you what, I am convinced and I am trusting God that this year is going to just be amazing, uh, uh, even more so than it was on, on last year. So I want to say thank you. We are honored to have you as our very first guest for the year. Now, I know I read your bio and all of that good stuff, but I want you to say hello, sir, in your own words and let our listeners know a little bit about who you are and what you do. Sure. Um, I'm so blessed to have this opportunity to share part of, part of my story and my background. And my prayer is that is that um, any bondages will be will be broken and and that the anointing um, will flow and and that people yes. will be set free. And so that's that is yes, absolutely part of my uh, ministry. And so um, my background is in medicine, public health, health policy, politics, um, teaching, and research. Um, I um, I grew up um, um, on the south side of Chicago. I'm like, the oldest of six children. I have two brothers and three sisters. My parents live in the south suburbs of Chicago, and they are from Nigeria. Um, and I moved out uh, to Maryland in 2014 uh, to work on Capitol Hill um, and and to pursue higher education. And so um, uh, I'm a former House and Senate staffer on the Hill, and now I'm currently at, at the Department of Health and Human Services. Um, and so, I, you know, I wanted to take my background um, in medicine uh, and public health and really um, take a deep dive into how I got to where I am today, particularly as a conscious black male. You know, it, it, yeah. it's very important, you know, for me to 
really be transparent about um, how I've been able to navigate college and grad school and med school in Capitol Hill um, and, and you know, maintain um, uh, my sense of identity and to um, explore various ways in which I could advance God's kingdom. And so I, I find myself, you know, on the hill, and, and my story is parallel to Joseph the Dreamer um, as well as Daniel in terms of yeah. uh, who they were and the role that they played um, in government. And so that's you know, definitely how I kind of modeled, um, you know, my book, um, and you know, just being transparent from childhood all the way through until yeah. now. And so I'm, you know, blessed to share my, my story. Amen. I, I'm blessed to have you. Like I said, you you shared your your testimony to Joseph, and you all know Joseph the Dreamer in the Bible <clears throat> with the coat of many colors, and and what happened to Joseph and how he was thrown into a pit. But God's favor was upon Joseph. God's favor, and I tell you, we're gonna talk a little bit about that uh, a little bit further on in the interview. Um, I want to ask you. As far as your writing, when did you first start mm-hmm. writing, and what really inspired you to want to go out there and tell your story? Yeah, so I come from a from, from a family of um, um, of servant leaders, and I have a heart to give back. And I think being mindful of uh, of exploring various ways in which I could leave a legacy, um, and yeah. to to inspire, to motivate, to empower. And so um, it was, I think, maybe over the past, uh, you know, five years, I actually didn't even consider writing a book. I, I, I didn't even, you know, kind of consider myself a, a good writer. I mean, I, I, I was focused on my career, um, but it got to the point um, uh, about maybe um, uh, three or four years ago where I just kind of began to get some impressions that it would be um, – very uh, helpful to journal and document my life experience because um, I've always been one to make, to have the heart to make or leave a place better than how I found it. And so um, in December of 2017, um, I uh, just, you know, I, I, you know, kind of put together a schedule um, I hired a writing coach as well as as, as a business coach, and um, over the course of 90 days, actually from December, I think uh, 11th of 2017 until February until uh, March, uh, um, uh, um, I think it's February of uh, 2018. Um, I just took you know from 15 minutes to 30 minutes uh, per day, Monday through Friday, to uh, yes. just to down my thoughts. And then on the weekends, I spent about um, two hours, you know, writing. And it wow. took about 40 actual writing hours just to, to, you know, just to kind of get get the content down on paper. Your thoughts, um, yeah. Right. And then once I finished that first draft um, in February, um, I went ahead and hired um, an editor, and um, yes. I got an editor. It took about three or four months to get edited and proofread, and um, and then I, you know, kind of on the way, I was doing a marketing piece, and so just trying to create buzz around the book. Um, right. And you know, this was something that 
you know, I wanted to leverage the content actually into multiple streams of revenue. So the book is just the first step in terms of sharing my story and kind of exploring ways to really leave that impact on the world stage. Now, think about who you are today as an author, okay? And think about mm-hmm. the, the testimony you just shared when you first started out. If you could tell your younger writing self anything at all, what would it be? So that's that's interesting because I, I feel – so I've, I've always been very intentional about seeking the Holy Spirit about, you know, about projects yeah. that I do and, and just, you know, being mindful of, um, how can I best do this or just leveraging and partnering with the Holy Spirit um, when it comes to writing or school or work or, you know, family. And so I yeah. can't really say that there's anything that I would, you know, perhaps have done differently um, because I was, I, you know, my experience just would say that wisdom is a principal thing. And so when you ask God for wisdom and the, and, yes. and the, and the plans or the strategies to to put in place and to execute. Um, I just, you know, I I just stayed on the on the potter's wheel and I remained, you know, humble and teachable and allowed the Holy Spirit to speak through me and to just, you know, scribe what I felt He wanted me to to scribe. And so, um, I don't know if there's anything that I would particularly say to my younger self. Um, I I'm just uh, just honored to have the faculties, you know, and the ability, you know, to really yes. serve as a conduit and as a vessel for the Lord. Amen. Let's talk about indisputable. I like how mm-hmm. you started out even just giving a definition of indisputable, mm-hmm. saying that it's unable to be challenged or denied, beyond question, yeah. irrefutable. Let's talk about that. How did you come up with the title Indisputable? And what does that mean to you? Like, because I know book titles, that, that, that's, that's personable. You know, that's something that's personal for the author. So let's talk about that a little bit. Sure. So so part of the experience of writing, I know, you know, it's, it's different for everyone. But, but so for me, um, I sought the Lord about what the title should be. And I, and I was seeking him. So, um, as as I was writing the book, and um, it wasn't until January of 2017 when I was at a conference that my spiritual mentor has um, 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 in Chicago, where that that word indisputable just you know it became clear that that was going to be the title of my first book, and I used and and so you know part of the part of the um, reason behind the term is because well for a few reasons. One is my faith. So being, so making it very clear that I am a believer of, of Jesus Christ and that if, and that as I chronicled my life's journey, my experiences, I I made it very clear that the Lord's hand was upon my life at every step of the way. And so with that kind of framework or that, you know, or that strategy, um, I wanted to let the world know that my God is real and he lives um, and he, and he, um, and he does what he says. And so that, so that was one part of it. And then the other part of it was that, okay, as a conscious black male, um, 
navigating through high school, through college, through grad school, through med school, you know, my presence was always questioned or, you know, I was always looked at, at um, as an anomaly or, you know, people would wonder how I got to where I am, you know, whether that was in yeah. college or in yeah. grad school or in med school <laughs> or on Capitol Hill. And so um, I, I laid it all out where, you know, um, where the Lord would speak to me clearly about, you know, my next steps in terms of my school or career. And then that prophecy would come to pass. And so that, that was part of my strategy because, you know, people would always, you know, uh, try to question or wonder how I got to this point where I am working in the most powerful government on the face of the planet. And, you know, as a, a, as a black male, which, you know, and I'm, and so I'm very clear and transparent about um, how the Lord ordered my steps uh, to confirm and affirm uh, my presence and my impact in every space that I travel in. So yes. those are kind of, you know, that's kind of the reasons behind the title of the book. Okay. So now let's talk about the genre of your book. Uh, what mm-hmm. is the message behind the book that you want to portray to the readers? That um, each of us is born with a purpose and that um, part of your strategy or or your evolution should be to seek the Lord as a Christian, you know, as a believer, to seek the Lord, your creator, for why you've been put on this planet. Um, And, you know, it just gets to that point where, you know, God is a God of details, and he knows the very hairs on your head, right? And so it it just makes sense to consult the creator, the author and the finisher, the Alpha and Omega, about why you've been placed on the planet. And so if anything, it's it's a journey that, that says, that talks about um, my discovery of my passions, my interests, um, and how the Lord has ordered my steps uh, to get me to a place where I am walking in destiny um, and and uh, and uh, purpose. And so it's it's been um, an evolution of submitting to the prophecies of God from for submitting to his dealings, and um, if you want to live your, your the, the, in the fullness of what you feel that God has called you to do, then yeah. it's a matter of getting into his presence uh, to seek him for the various reasons why he has you here. And so those, you know, that that is also part of the premise behind um, the, the content of the book and why I'm very clear um you know, and and transparent about how the Lord used life to get me to where I am today. Amen. I like what you say, that we're all, each one of us is born with a purpose. And, you know, when people say, oh, I don't know why I'm here on this, I don't know what I've been put here to do. The key to that is this is what I tell people that I mentor. When I say we, 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 we teach people how to have the life they desire, become the strategist of their own destiny, the first thing we talk about is getting in God's presence, getting a relationship with him. He will show you and reveal to you what your purpose is. 
He will do it. But it takes getting into his presence. It takes building that relationship. So I like that you talk about that and you say that you got to seek him to find out Mm -hmm. what your purpose is if you don't know that he is truly a God of detail. He he, he orders Mm -hmm. our steps. You said it. He knows the hairs on our head. So he made us. He, he, what other way, what better way, what better person than, than to, to go to than the one that created us and made us and molded us, you know, into his own image than to find out what mm-hmm. our purpose is. So you, you said something in your book <clears throat> I want you to talk about. You said that God shared with you that your writing would be your weapon. And, you know, I really, really like that because that's your voice. Because sometimes people who may not ever have a conversation with you personally or on the radio or even over the telephone, your writing becomes your weapon because when someone opens up your book and reads the content that God has given to you, tell me what that meant for you when you said that your writing would be your weapon. Yeah. So, you know, part, part of the part of, you know, living life in, in, in the process is finding out ways in which you can leave an impact. And so for me, um, it's been an evolution of figuring out the various ways in which I can make that impact. And so um, writing is, you know, it, it that is something um, that goes into posterity, right? So once you have written uh, something down and you've made it public, yeah. you know, it, 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 it is, so it's just like the written word, right? It's just like the Bible. Yes. Um, it's something that can always be referred to. It, yeah. And if it's written uh, um, in partnership with the Holy Spirit, um, that word that you express in written form, it, it, it lives, and so um, one weapon, you know, that 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 the Lord has um, has mounted me for is to write, and um, writing, you know, it 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 goes global, and uh, it's something that uh, if if it's a, you know if it's written in partnership with the Holy Spirit, that it will continue to do the work that the Holy Spirit. Um, uh, would have it do, so yeah. um, that you know that that's that that was kind of my thinking behind that particular quote. Well, I I, I stand with you on that. I truly believe that. I like that you said it's written word. People can refer to it. Uh, my my first book, Broken Wings, was just that. Again, uh, it was just our testament of hope and healing, and the power of prayer and perseverance and. It's 2019 now, and, uh, you know, our, our story, our journey is still touching lives and, and changing people's uh, viewpoint of, of how they see the world and, you know, and, and how they see God as being a healer. And so mm-hmm. I, I like that you said that it's something that people will always be able to go back and refer to. Now, mm-hmm. I know as a writer, there there are many things that, that that challenges us, you know, from time to time. What is one of the most difficult challenges that you face, and and how have you overcome this challenge? Well, so um, 
I think just um, navigating the world um, both spiritually and in a natural um, as a believer. Um, I've had, so, you know, for example, uh, on my way to med school, I had to apply to med school four times before finally getting into med school. So there was a lot of rejection there. There was a lot of you know, barriers and challenges and, and issues. And then even applying for my doctoral program that I'm in now, I applied four times. I took the, 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 I took the GRE four times before finally getting in. You know, so it, it's so my story is one of resilience, of grit, of perseverance, of stamina. Um, yeah. And you know, it's just it, it it's one of um, of overcoming um, you know adversity you know, at every turn and having faith as a bedrock to move forward. And, but, but, but also to be mindful of um, times in which the Lord will press pause and will allow um, life, you know, to, to kind of work on you. He'll deal with you in certain ways because he wants to get you ready and prepared to handle where, he wants you to go. And so like Joseph, you know, Joseph had, you know, was challenged in various ways. His yeah. character had to be developed and he had to be prepared to be able to steward um, a whole nation. Um, and yeah. so, you know, that, that certainly is, you know, part of my story is um, as a black male, again, you know, I shouldn't be here, you know, right now um, as a believer um, there, there, there are so many times in which I could have quit. I was depressed. I was despondent. Uh, you know, just I've been through it all. Um, but wow. the yeah. Lord has been so faithful, and um, yeah. with the support yeah. of my family, my friends, my church family, my covering. I mean, though, you know, that has been so helpful in terms of you know helping me to get to this point because you know God wouldn't bring you to a certain place just to leave you and. Yes, and uh, your know, testimony, actually, your overcoming is it is it is bigger than you, and it's what is setting other people yes. to get free as well. So, mm, Jesus, mm. that's good stuff right there. You know, you you say you said something. God wouldn't bring you uh, uh, to a situation and leave you. Um, I, I believe that. I, I believe that. And I say this, every interview that I have done, that the things that we go through in life, it's never for us. It's mm-hmm. always for somebody else. It's always. And, uh, and I think God picks and chooses those that he knows will be faithful and, 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 and stay the course, you know. And mm-hmm. so uh, I, I believe that. That the anointing that people have on their lives, it's tailored. It's it's tailor made, and and God knows yeah. what you're gonna, what you can handle. He, you know, there, you know, we always hear when they say God's not gonna put more on you than you can bear. That is true. He's brought you to this situation. He already knows you're gonna come out because he's gonna bring you out. There's a message that's gonna be behind it. And so when when we mm-hmm. went through our ordeal with with the car wreck and everything, I I was angry with God. You know, very transparent moment I was because mm-hmm. here I am in my mind doing all the things that you know I thought was right that I needed to do, and then this happened. But little did I know that that journey. 
our life, our testimony would become the blueprint to help others who've gone through that situation. Mm-hmm. And now they can say, hey, you know, they made it out. God healed. He healed her son. And so if he did that, God is no respected person. So if he did it for me, he can do it for you too. So um, you, you said you said there's power in your testimony and victory in your vision. Let your life mm-hmm. speak. Let your life, mm-hmm. let people Absolutely. see the God in you. And so, um, I like that when you when I read that when you wrote let your life speak. These are some things mm-hmm. that really just stuck out with me. Now, yeah. Um, when you with your writing, I know sometimes authors have different things that inspire and motivate them to keep going. What are some things that motivate you to keep writing? And um, you know, just to just give you the will to just want to keep on letting your life speak. Yeah. So uh, several years ago, I made it a point. I was very intentional about beginning to journal, right? And so as I uh, would sit before the Lord and to seek his face and to allow him to minister to me, you know, I would document what he would share. And um, I, I think just that process of, you know, of documenting um, what he would share with me and what he would want me to share with other people, that is what keeps me inspired because, you know, I mentioned that this is my first book, which means that I'm sure that there's some more books down the road, you know, for me. So, Amen. That's um, right. And, <laughs> yes. Right. Right. And so, you know, as I live life and as the Lord leads, you know, I will I will be mindful of um, how the Lord would want uh, me, um, you know, to write and, you know, what other projects he would have me to contribute to or, you know, so, you know, I think it's, it, it's, it's the Holy Spirit um, that will tell me um, what the next, you know, kind of writing project will be. Um, so there are various ways in which, you know, I, in which I've been sharing the content of the book, you know, I, and so however he tells me to share the content, um, then that's, then that's what I'll do. Amen. Amen. Now I know there, um, a lot of time authors have authors that inspire them. Uh, what are some authors that inspire you, you know, that you just, that you like to read? And I won't say a favorite author because um, I think that might be hard to narrow down. So just let's talk about who are some of the authors that inspire you. Right. So um, in my book, I actually include uh, literally hundreds of books that I've read over the past 15 to 20 years. And so that, that, that definitely will be helpful for the readers. Um, I think so uh, definitely, Mark, definitely, definitely Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Um, is an inspiration. Uh, Malcolm X is an inspiration. Uh, John Henry Clark is an inspiration. John Eckhart is an inspiration. Um, I mean, there's just, there are literally hundreds of phenomenal authors that I could name, um, but those are the ones that kind of come, just kind of come off the top um, as far as in the secular space as well as in the spiritual space, um, as, as well as my, my spiritual mentor, Dr. Matthew Stevenson. Um, he's a pastor oh, of our nation's okay. worship assembly yeah, in Chicago. And so, okay. um, yeah. So you know, those are just a few that kind of come up, that kind of come to mind at the moment. 
Now, this is a question. Um, let, let's talk about, because I, I really, you know, just some of the things you're saying, and, you know, I'm thinking back to some of the points um, in your content, which, like I just mm-hmm. talked about, uh, your, you know, having the victory in your vision and letting your life speak. Why was it important for you to share this story um, through Indisputable? Like what? What? Why did you feel that, that there was a need to just get your message out there? I I felt um, so. My heart is to make or leave a place better than how I found it, in some way, shape, or form. That's good. And, that's good. And yeah. so, um, just the and so the written word is just one way in which um, I was led to to be transparent and to share, to chronicle my life's journey. Um, and yeah. so, you know, God, you know, God knows how to redeem the time and he knows how to redeem your life experiences. Um, you know, and um, I just felt very strongly that with what I had to go through to get to this point, that, that it yeah. wasn't in vain, that, that there were literally billions of people that, uh, would benefit from hearing, you know, my story, and that to me that that's what's that that is what matters is how can I help you get to where you're trying to go? How can I help to get you free? How can I help you walk in the fullness of what you've been called to walk in? And so and so those are the things that really um, uh, drive me, uh, you know, uh, to continue to give back and to lift as I climb. Amen. So those and all those things, uh, uh, you said those are things that drive you, the way we think, the things that we say. Everything that we do should really be what? Spirit-driven. Yeah, would you agree with that? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. You know, everything should be right. presence-driven. Like, yeah, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. do you think that's important? Well, because... Um, that you know, God, God is so. Um, as a believer, um, God created all things, and and so um, when you um, are blessed to be a blessing, when the Lord um, has called you uh, to serve as a conduit to to serve as a way to advance His kingdom. Um, he will anoint you. He will, he will, he will, um, help you, encourage you. Um, he will put the right people in your life. Um, he will allow life to happen, uh, to get you to the place where, uh, he needs you. Um, you know, because, you know, as was said earlier, it's a lot bigger than you. And, um, if you have the mindset of, how can I make the world better? How can I advance God's kingdom? Then being, you know, then being available in that way, you know, God can use you tremendously. So, um, you know, I just happen to be one in this particular time in history, in my generation, that um, he has called me to serve in this capacity. And um, I have, um you know, uh, been able to submit to the, you know, to the process, to the challenges, to but 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 to experience the rewards and the joys of uh, seeing people 
you know, live free, live well, uh, do better, you know. So those those, those are things that drive me uh, to, to continue to do what I'm doing. Now, what are some things that you like to do in your spare time that don't include writing? <laughs> yeah, so I like uh, cooking, <laughs> traveling, I like oh, mentoring. Well. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I like working out, you know, no. just – a lot of self care. You know, I'm I very you know, I I try to lead by example, you know, I think it's important um when we talk about emotional support, when we talk about mental health and well being, when we talk about physical health, you know, I make every effort to yeah. lead by example. You know, it, it it's so important, you know, I talk about mental health in my book and, and just, you know, yeah. because I actually battled depression in med school and so I talk about how um, I was able to overcome depression um, with the help of support and prayer and deliverance and counseling. You know, all of those things yeah. matter. Um, and so it, it's I I'm very transparent about um, all of the issues that I've had to kind of work through to get delivered from. You know, to right. walk free. You know, and it's a process. Yeah. And um, and so as long as you're living, you, you know, you'll be um, you know, God will process you and, you, you know, he will um, continue to work on you to get you to the place where you are um, living the best life possible. Yeah. You know, you say it's a process. Oh, gosh, it is truly a process. But what the key is in the process, we have to trust God, trust God mm-hmm. and allow our faith, which for me and the things that I've gone through, uh, faith for me means forwarding all issues to him, faith, yeah. and trust in that process that God is going to bring me through and that he's molding me and preparing me for all the things that he wants me to do, all the people that he wants me to talk to, all, all mm-hmm. you know, the, the work that he's preparing me for, that's the reason he let me go through that experience in the first place. So mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard to trust that process. So mm-hmm. um, I, I'm glad you said it is a process because people really need to understand that you may not see those results overnight, but don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give in. Just continue to trust God and trust the process. Trust him through the process. Um, I want Absolutely. to re- remind our listeners we have uh, an amazing, amazing guest this evening. We are here uh, with with Arthur O.K. Inyan. He's talking about his book, Indisputable, and he's sharing many of his life experiences, roadblocks, detours, and milestones, and, you know, just discussing how he overcame adversity on his relentless pursuit of destiny to find his purpose in life, he, he said that, you know, that God has shared with him that his writing would be his weapon and what that meant and what the word indisputable means and that there is power in your testimony, victory in your vision, and that we should all just let our lives speak. He said every one of us, each and every person is born with a purpose, but it is our responsibility to search God, to ask God. Seek him. Seek him. Get in his presence and ask God, God, what it is that you would have for me to do. I want to um, 
invite our listeners. If you're out there and you want to call in, if you have a comment, if you have a question for our guest, or if you just want to call in, please do so. The number to dial in, 657-383-0898. If you are listening via the Internet, 657-383-0898. And for those callers that are listening, um, you've already dialed 657-383-0898. If you have a question or a comment, please just press the number one, and we will bring you on the air. So, okay, now, there may be some people out there who uh, want to become an author. They've gone through some type of life um, challenge or, or, you know, some t- something they've dealt with in life, and they, they know that something is tugging at them and pulling at them to tell their story. What words of inspiration and motivation would you like to share with those who are inspiring to become authors? Yes. So um, to not give up, to seek the Lord um, about the strategies that that um, you would want to execute to start and finish. Um, yes. I think that it's so important to have, to have a plan, and we talked about goals at the beginning of the call, where it's important to have goals. And so, um, yes. in fact, um, the prophet Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 1 through 3, you know, says yes. to write down a vision and make it plain. So that make it plain. Read it yes. for the yeah. And at point of time, but at the end, it shall speak and not lie. Though the vision tarry, wait for it, for it shall surely come and not delay. So it's the it's, it's the importance of writing down those thoughts, those yeah. ideas. Just start there and continue to seek the Lord about who to work with and when. So um, part of what I write about in the book as well is what's called the power of um, of inquiry, meaning how to ask the Lord the right questions and mm. um, yeah. maintain the right heart posture to listening to what he would want to share with you in prayer or just as you go about your day. And so part of it is learning the various ways in which um, you you hear his voice um, and yeah. he speaks to you because he's always speaking, but he, he, with us, you know, it, it, it's my kind of tuning into to the right um, in the right frequency to really hear um, what he's saying. And so I think having the right heart posture, the right attitude, the right mindset, the support system, um, to be focused, to work smart, uh, to be diligent, um, and to just be very be very intentional about um, ensuring that you have the fortitude from the Lord and, and the focus to start that project and to finish it, to set timelines and goals and deadlines, that's all important. Yes. So budget-wisely, you know, all of that is is important. Yes, it is. Um, all, everything that you just said, <clears throat> I mean, excellent advice, excellent words of inspiration. If you are an author out there and you are listening or you're an inspiring author and Even if you're a published author already and you're working on book number two or three or four, uh, just be intentional. We we just heard we just heard him say be intentional about what you're doing. Set goals. Set some time aside to really write things down. Um, You know, I just did a challenge 
on Facebook. It was called Rights and Vision Make It Plain for 2019. And I challenged wow. those who wanted to, who, who, because sometimes there are people out there that have books in them and they don't know where to start. So I mm-hmm. did the challenge. It, it was a four-day challenge, and at the end of the challenge, everyone had uh, the goal was for everyone to have a completed outline to use to write their book in 2019. And so it was an interesting challenge. I think about 10 people um, um, participated in the challenge. And so uh, mm-hmm. our next step is for that is we're going to be doing that, uh, actually doing a, a virtual course on how to write your book in 90 days. And so you said that. When you said that, I was like, yes, we, we have to be intentional about everything that we do. Not something, everything, whether it's writing a book or just making a decision uh, to, to, to be accountable for the things that we do and say, you know, it's, it's time out for us as Christians going to church every Sunday, sitting under great teaching, and then leaving and we come out the same way. You know, what, yeah. what, I think you have to do a gut check. That's what I call them. Do a gut check to say, you know, why why am I here? What what am I doing? And I think a lot of that comes from not knowing what your purpose is. Mhm. Absolutely. Not knowing yeah. what your purpose is. Absolutely. And you know, I talk so, about in my book, my whole writing process. I had an outline and a map and everything and so yeah, you know, I, I'm very you know, I Oh, that's uh, great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I want you to talk about any upcoming events that you have that you want to share. Let's talk about that. I, I want you to uh, let people know where you're going to be, and then we're going to go. You can go right into letting them know how they can connect with you, how they can purchase your book, mm-hmm. and all of that good stuff. Yeah, so um, I have um, a few. So I am putting together some book signings uh, for the spring. Um, I'll be looking to do maybe a few here in, uh, in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. Um, and then I'll be, I'll be doing one in Chicago where I'm from. And then as, as uh, things progress, I'll be going around the country. And, uh, you know, if Amen. people want to book me, you know, for like a speaking engagement as a keynote, as a panelist, I have several engagements coming up that I post on my social media. Um, and so you can find me on my on my website is Enya Strategies. That's E N Y I A S T R A T E G I E S. Enya Strategies. You can find me um, on Twitter and IG um, at Enya Strategies. On LinkedIn as my uh, first and last name O K E Y. Last name Enya E N Y I A. Um, I'm also on YouTube as my name and on Facebook awesome. as my name. Um, and so um, I'll be um, doing some book signings and some speaking engagements. Um, you can follow me on social media. I post daily um, a lot of good content. And so I'm excited about, uh, you, you know, what you see will bring. And I have some projects that I'm going to be releasing very soon as well. So on my, on my website, you have my, um, I would love for folks to join my mailing list um, as well. And uh, so, yeah, I'm, I am excited about what 2019 will bring. Amen. Y'all say that too, eh? 2019 is going to be epic. It is the year for growth and expansion. Uh, that is my declaration for 2019, and I am intentional about that. 
and my goal mm-hmm. is to spend more time with God and to ask, okay, God, you've given me this vision, and, and, and it's been successful thus far. What is next? Where do you want this vision to go in 2019? And so um, I now I want you to um, – I want to repeat your website there that inyourstrategies.com, and they can purchase your book on your website as well, correct? Yes, so it's it's on Amazon um, and Kindle as a as a as a as ebook and and as a paper book back rather. You can also, if you want a signed copy, you can go to my PayPal uh, there as well on the website. I'm happy to sign um, a copy and to and to mail it to you. So yeah, there are three ways in which you could uh, grab it. Um, and so yeah, it, it's all on my website. Amen. Now I heard you say that. I heard you say this, and I'm going to hold you to this. You said this is your first book, so that means <laughs> that there are more to follow. <laughs> I heard yeah. you say that now. So so I'm going to stand with you in prayer and believe God that he will continue to give you favor, favor, Amen. so that everything that you touch, everybody that you come in contact with, those that – that, that can open doors for you, that those doors will be open so that you can continue spreading this message. I think it's very important uh, for people to really understand um, that everyone does have a purpose and that all you have to do is just seek God because some people are really lost and they don't know what their purpose is and, they, and they're born into this world and they die not knowing mm-hmm. what their purpose was. And, and I think it's just that's, that's heartbreaking that people really can live a life and just, oh, what a more productive life it can be, uh, you know, just full of joy, full of happiness, just knowing what your purpose is, you know, on this earth, mm-hmm. what, 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 why God put you here, what, what, you know, to touch lives and just make a difference. So Absolutely. we're down we are down to our bonus question now to, to let our listeners know what does the word conqueror mean to you? So uh, conqueror to me means um, being able to uh, succeed in the very face of adversity. That's what conqueror yes. means to me. Wow. I like that. Uh, I want you to repeat that, please. Yeah, so the word conqueror to, to me means being able to uh, to succeed in the very face of adversity. In the face of adversity, being able to succeed in the face of adversity, and I want I gotta add something to this because once again I, I want to go back to something that you you said in your book. You said that God grants favor to help us endure warfare. So guess what? While you're succeeding in the face of adversity, think for once that we are not going to experience warfare. Don't think for once that that is is not going to happen because as sure as you are living and breathing and walking, the Bible says that that they're going to come. We're going to have those trials. We're going to have those tribulations. And that, you know, you can't do anything about that, you know, mm-hmm. but we can find joy in knowing that um, that, the, that that when those tribulations come, 
that God is using it to mold us to make us stronger, to open our eyes mm-hmm. to be able to see clearly the things that he's called us to do. And I truly believe that. I used to wonder, like, oh, God, why is this happening? Why is that happening? And now, mm-hmm. and, and even though now sometimes, you know, in my, in my, I guess, in, in, in my flesh, I still question sometimes, God, why is this happening? Why am I going through this and that? And I had to step back and had to t- take a double look and say, you know what? I had to continue to always try to see things through my spiritual eyes. That's what I need mm-hmm. to do, you know. And so, you know, God didn't say that we wouldn't have troubles and tribulations. He did not say that every day was going to be full of sunshine and joy and happiness and laughter. But we can find joy in knowing that he's there. To me, hey, that's the best you said, bringing. We got to learn how to activate our faith and learn how to bring our future into the now by faith. You said that in your book, and I, and I love that. So um, I'm going to finish reading that book. Um, I tell you, it's blessed me thus far, and uh, I want to encourage our listeners to please, if you're out there and you have any doubt at all, you know, what your purpose is and how to find that, then I encourage you to to pick up the book. Head on over to EnglishStrategy.com and and purchase the book, Indisputable. Now, I want you to, uh, just before we end our interview, with any last thing? Our message that you have for our listeners. Well, I'm I'm just I'm just blessed to have this opportunity to uh, to share, and 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 my prayer is that um, that you that that your lives um, are changed um, because of uh, um, the obedience that that um, went into uh, sharing what the Lord wanted me to share. And so I'm just, yes. I'm just blessed. Yes. There's so much rich content. Um, you know, definitely um, your life will never be the same after reading the book. There's just so, so much research and data and word, yes. rich word, you know, books and whatnot, you know, that I put into this one book and that um, you, you are guaranteed to not be the same person after you finish reading it. Amen, amen. Well, I just want to say thank you so very much for being here with us. We are elated to have you, and I just Mm -hmm. want to just encourage you, you know, to just keep on keeping on. You know, you've given an amazing testament of what God can do and and how uh, we just need to seek him. He will reveal to us what our purpose is, you know, for being here so, again, I just want to thank you for sharing your heart and your journey with us. And I want to personally just encourage you to keep pressing forward as you make an impact in the kingdom. Keep te- keep teaching and just keep inspiring and, and enlightening those that you come into contact with. So just God bless you and just thank you so much for being here with us on this evening. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, everyone, that is our show for this evening here on the Conference Bay. I pray that our show tonight has been a blessing to you. We want to invite you to join us again next Sunday, same time for another amazing show. We've had an amazing guest tonight, Arthur O.K. India, and I tell you, he had some amazing um, things that he shared with us on tonight. You know, just reminded us that we all have a purpose 
here on this earth, and that there is power in our testimony, there's victory in our vision, and that we should all, every last one of us, should let our life speak. We just have to trust the process that God brings you through that is for preparation for your life's work. So as we close, I want you to remember that we all know that life can sometimes present a series of events that can lead us down certain paths in life that can lead to discouragement, frustrations, and even sometimes destruction. We must remember that it is our relationship with God that sustains us when we reach our limit and want to quit on this journey. We can do two things. You can stand firm, dig deep, and keep persevering, or you can turn back to those familiar things that weren't good for you. Remember, the choice you make has the power to alter the course of your destiny for the rest of your life. Thank you all for listening, and remember to keep making the impossible possible by spreading your own broken wings and soaring by the power of God as you transform your tragedy into empowering moments. Until next time, I'm your host, Arthur Twyla Reed. Your tragedy to strategy meant speaking engagements or consultation. Please email me at info at twylareed.com or you can contact me by phone at 912-335-3799. And if you have a testimony of hope and healing that you would like to share with the world, let's connect. Again, you can reach me at info at twilareed.com or by phone at 912-335-3799. Good night, everybody. Take care, and may God bless you all, and may heaven smile upon you. Have an amazing week. a little bit, y'all. Come on, everybody sing it. I've got it.
what's your name? Lift it up. Everybody. 